Good morning, beloved. This is Elder Miller with your spiritual soul food for a triumphant Tuesday. Yes, beloved, a triumphant Tuesday, for we are more than conquerors. God bless you. Heaven smile on you. I'm excited once again to be with you. Uh, I just want to share just a little bit with you today. You see, beloved, this past Sunday, I had the privilege to share in the Sunday experience with a dear friend and co-worker, Elder Tony James, the pastor of Praise Temple Worship Center in Edenton, North Carolina. If you find yourself on a Sunday without a, 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 a place to share and worship, I would say go there. You will find yourself enjoying Jesus. You see, but this man of God stood boldly, yes, and connected with the people of God. And he shared um, from the idea about distraction. I don't know about anybody else, but I had not considered the idea of distraction. Well, the man of God drove up and he parked right on my street. I'm just saying, I don't know about you, but I love when I go to church. I love when I, I get with uh, the people of God and God begins to speak particularly to me. That's how it should be. It is amazing in that we have one Bible, all for all people, one Bible, 66 books, but that book is fresh every day. Yes, beloved. I mean, out of those same 66 books, pastors, preachers, proclamators stand and boldly declare the word of God. For over 2,000 years, and it's a fresh word, a new revelation, a rhema uh, declaration from those same 66 books every time. And I'm so grateful that this past Sunday, that word was particularly for me. Yes, the pastor began to talk about distraction. He used the analogy, the story of the tortoise and the hare, but that really didn't connect with me, but it connected with the idea of being distracted and how it will affect your anointing. Can I stop right here? Let me pump my brakes because, you know, uh, I believe and I'm talking to somebody that when they hear that idea of, of a person being anointed, we want to think that it's just the preacher, just the pastor, just the, 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 the prophet. But no, beloved, you, you and you are anointed. Yes, that's just that God has poured out some of himself. And the truth of the matter is even from the very creative moment, the very mind of God. I'm talking going back to Eden. Yes, God has poured in to you, 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 and he has hollowed out. You remember? Let me slow down. I've been admonished that I talk too fast, but the truth of the matter is that I get so excited with the understanding that we bring this place to each and every one of us about the God that we serve. Let me just hold right there. Remember I said in the creative moment of God, when God, you talk about go back to Genesis, God takes the, the, the dust of the earth and he, he shapes it, he forms it, and he, he makes the man. But the man wasn't complete to God hollowed out a space in him and he blew into him. And, and, and that which he blew was the pneuma, the, the spirit of God. Now God deposits, oh God, I feel good inside this morning, beloved. He deposits some of himself into the man. That's why man is like no other creation. We are all the creations of God are composed of the same chemical uh, 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 composition. We're carbon based. Uh, but 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 the difference 
And the thing that takes us above all the other creations is that God has placed some of himself in us. The problem now, and this is truly where the problem with Adam and the fall happens. This is really, we, you know, we hear it and this is where religion, God knows here I go. Religion has messed us up in that we're thinking uh, that the real problem is sin and Satan and all this other stuff. When the real problem is that when when Adam disobeyed God, there became a disconnection that 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 part that God had placed in us, that part of himself became blocked off. There became a disconnect. Just like think of the idea of a uh, electrical line. You know, the lines in your house, the wires run through your house. If there's a break. In that line, the, listen, watch, the juice is still coming, but it will not go any farther. It won't get to the appliance because there's a break. And that's how it was with mankind. There was a break in the connection because of the disobedience. And I understand, it's simple to understand why. Because God is holy. God is pure. And when, when we disobeyed him, that allowed all the other stuff to become prevalent in our lives. And God can't, can't, can't deal with that. But even God in his goodness, he had a plan to fix what we had messed up. But notice now you have to participate. You have to want what God wants to give you. All right. Anyway, the man of God talks about disconnection and, 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 and distraction. And that thing res- resonated with me because just like what I'm doing now in this, this ministry, soul food, uh, um, the other different things that I'm doing, and God has blessed me with the, with, with the mission and mandate to do this. And like I said, I'm doing Friday night Bible study. I'm also ministering at, 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 at Bethlehem in Williamston. And every day, whatever we're doing, it should be ministry. Remember, we've been given the ministry of reconciliation. Everywhere you go should always be sharing with anyone and everybody the good news of Jesus Christ. But once again, I looked this morning and the message came to me, amen, on one of the Bible apps that I, I, I look at in the morning. And it's Matthew 21, 21. And it says, so Jesus answered and said to them, assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but also if you say to the mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, it will be done. And whatever thing you ask in prayer, watch this, believing you will receive. This, once again, where I'm talking about distraction. Yes, beloved, it will affect your anointing. It will cause you to look left when you should only be looking straight ahead. You know, I heard a preacher say, uh, Apostle uh, Akins from Kansas City, he talked about that anything that is stagnant begins to stink. Even if if you notice now, even the, the buzzes are way up in the air and they cannot know if a 
object is alive or dead. But if it doesn't move long enough, they'll come along and they'll begin to pick at it. And if it still doesn't move, they begin to tear it and devour it. And the same idea is with you. If you're not moving forward, if you're not staying focused, the Bible talks about let your eye be single. I mean, if David had not been distracted, he would have never made the sin with Bathsheba. I'm just saying, distraction will cause you not to lose your, but it will affect your anointing. It will affect your, your, your effectiveness for the purpose that God has made you. That's why the Bible says that we should, we should seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness. We've got to be single-minded. The adversary. And beloved, we give too much strength, too much power, too much conversation to the adversary. That's why I don't even like to use the word Satan because it really doesn't apply in the context that we've made that, we've allowed it to become too important. Satan only means the accuser of the brethren, that he's standing up there lying to God trying to say this, that, and the third, when the truth of the matter is, yes, we have stumbled, yes, but we're not broken. We're not, you know, we're not destroyed. We're just in a position. But the the contrary to that accusation is the truth that Jesus sits at the right hand of God, interceding on our behalf. And what that means is that when Satan says something negative to our charge, Jesus is saying, okay, that's fine. But I know, I, I, I listen, let me plead his cause. And he stands in the midst of it. And he is our, our defense attorney in the court of the universe. Whereas uh, Satan is the accuser, Satan, the adversary, Satan, the prosecutor, lays the charge. And even if the charge is true, remember that we have been justified. Justified means just as if it never happened. And Jesus now uh, uh, pleads our case. And even if, even if the sentence is passed, remember now, we have more with us. We have grace. Huh? God's riches at Christ's expense. We have grace, we have mercy, and we have the compassion of God Almighty. So we have all these things mitigating on our charge. Now, listen, I'm not saying that we have a free get out of jail card. No, there is a consequence for all that happens and all that is done. But God says that he will always give us a way to escape. And even with the consequence, we still come out better than we went in. Yes, beloved, I just want to say this morning, don't be distracted. Do not allow the adversary to get you off course. Know that there's more with you. If you are saved, sanctified, if you're appointed and anointed, God has gifted you with strength and with purpose. I just stopped by this morning to let you know, keep your focus. Stay on the track. Keep on running. The only way you lose the race is if you get on the sideline. The only way you lose the race is if you quit running. So keep on running. Even if you become tired, listen, just slow down. I used to run and uh, 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 5K races. And what I learned is that you just got to keep on running. Oh, when you get to that, to that, to the, to the one of that, like the, 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 the mile and a half, two miles, you may get tired, but don't quit. Just slow down. Don't stop. Just slow down. Catch your breath. 
Allow yourself to become reinvigorated and know what will happen. God knows you'll begin to see the finish line. Ah, for the for the prize. Jesus, Jesus went to Jerusalem, huh? And he knew that he was going to die. But for the prize that was set before him, he humbled himself, went to a cross. I'm just saying, think about this thing, this reality of this word of God. I'm getting excited once again. Know that you can do it, first of all, because you don't have to do it by yourself. Always know that as you are going forward, the prize before you, set before you, is to hear him say, well done. Listen, and I'm not talking about over yonder when I die by and by. Beloved, he's right there right now. Jesus is your cheerleader. He's your encourager. And beloved, just keep on keeping on. Only thing I say, beloved, is try not to become distracted. Realize that it is a trick of the adversary. If he can cause you to become depressed, disturbed, if he can cause you to look to the right, to the left, if he can cause you to get off the track, then you will become distracted. But let me bless you real good. Jeremiah 29 and 11. I say it all the time. Remember, God said that he has a plan for you of a good, of a future and of a hope. And if God said it, that settles it. So, beloved, walk in your anointing. Know that God is with you. And if God is with you, he's more than the whole world against you. You can do it. You can make it. God bless you. Heaven smile on you. I thank God for you for this triumphant Tuesday. Walk in your anointing. Don't be distracted. Hold on and hold out. And always know that I love you. But what? God loves you more. Be blessed.